welcome to the Mind Your Hormones podcast. My name's Corinne, and I'm a board-certified holistic nutritionist who went from no period from mismanaged PCOS to a regular one. Now, I'm obsessed with helping you get hormonally balanced and emotionally aligned. This podcast is all about education, empowerment, real talk, and simple strategies you could start today to find inner peace and overall well-being. I am so excited to be here with you to chat about all things health, hormones, and mindset. Are you ready? Let's get it. Hello, I am so excited you're here today because today we are chatting about intermittent fasting and what the deal is with this because it's been all the rage for the last couple years, but we really need to have a conversation about how intermittent fasting actually affects our hormones instead of just talking about all the benefits of it. Meanwhile, a lot of all that, a lot of the research done with intermittent fasting and just research in general is done on men. So we need to have a conversation about how intermittent fasting actually affects women and our reproductive system. So if you're just chilling, get out a piece of paper and pen, take some notes. We're getting into some juicy information. If you're walking or driving or emptying your dishwasher, doing laundry, getting ready, whatever else, of course, always check the show notes. You can find all the information there, but I'm going to get right to it. So in general, before I start, I want to say that it's really important that we don't eat around the clock. We need to give our digestive system a break because it's a very energy intensive process. So when you're eating around the clock, your body stays in storage mode, which means it's constantly taking in food and it can never burn sugar and fat. So it's just storing everything. So we definitely don't want to do that. However, there's a conversation and a whole movement around intermittent fasting of going like 16 or 19 hours without food. That is a totally different situation and that really has some negative effects on our hormone health that we're going to get into right now. So extended periods without food lets your body know that, okay, now isn't a great time for reproduction, aka having a baby. Now you might be like, okay, that's fine. I don't care. I'm not interested in having a baby, but your body doesn't know the difference of that. If you need, if you want to have a regular um, menstrual cycle, if you want to have a regular period, which we all do need to, whether you want to or not, we need to because you can go back to my previous episodes to hear more about this. An, an actual menstrual cycle is when we go through all fa- four phases of the cycle. One of those phases, including ovulation. Ovulation is the only way that we produce the hormone progesterone in our body, which is an extremely important hormone. I'm not going to get into it because I did a whole episode on it. So if you missed it, go back and check it out after this episode. So your body is always just preparing to conceive. And of course, that's not always going to happen if you're being safe and you're not trying to conceive, but our body doesn't know the difference. So if we are starving it without food for a really long time, it's going to shut off our reproductive system, which is going to stop us from ovulating, which is going to stop us from producing the hormone progesterone, which is really problematic. So it's not just about getting pregnant. Estrogen and progesterone, because it's not just about progesterone, estrogen is really important as well. They do more in our body than just get us and keep us pregnant. Estrogen specifically helps with metabolism and weight loss, mood, anxiety, stress, energy, bone density, cognitive function. There's some overlap there because progesterone does some of some of those things as well. But intermittent fasting can disrupt this estrogen balance and mess up these essential physiological processes. So although intermittent fasting has been associated with a lot of health benefits, like I said, and I'll go into a few of them right now, um, some of the benefits that have been 
um, researched and have been resulted from intermittent fasting has been improved insulin sensitivity, reduced body fat, cognitive function, like increased cognitive function, and lower risk of chronic health conditions. Of course, there are more, but those are some of the main ones. It has also been linked to hormone disruption. And we're hearing a ton about all the benefits of it, but we are not hearing a lot about the hormone disruption that it causes. So let's get a little bit of a closer up look about the cascade of problems and imbalances that this can cause. And again, this is really talking about an intermittent fast of like, you know, 15, 16, 17 hour fast. And at the end, of course, I'm going to talk to you about ways that we could incorporate this to get some of the benefits from it without disrupting our hormones. So like I said, intermittent fasting can disrupt estrogen balance. So estrogen imbalance can show up like uh, symptoms of low energy, weight gain, impaired cognitive function, decreased bone density, poor muscle tone, um, reduced skin and hair health, and poor cardiovascular health, as well as infertility. So when we disrupt one hormonal system in the body, it can trigger a ton of other imbalances. So the other major hormone considerations for women when it comes to intermittent fasting are cortisol. So we just talked about how intermittent fasting can disrupt estrogen balance and cause those negative effects, but once that gets affected, it could also affect our cortisol, which is our stress hormone, as well as our thyroid hormone. So when cortisol is imbalanced, symptoms of that could include anxiety, low energy, insomnia, feeling wired and tired, and a lot of sugar cravings, which we don't want any of those things, right? So not only can intermittent fasting disrupt those estrogen balance and cause the weight gain, the decreased bone density, all that that I just listed, it could mess up your cortisol levels, causing all those symptoms. And then the final uh, layer of this cascade is that it could imbalance thyroid hormone. And those symptoms can include weight gain, brain fog, anxiety, depression, dry skin and dry hair, irregular periods, and trouble regulating your body temperature so you might feel really cold all the time. So all of these functions can get imbalanced just from intermittent fasting, meaning you're going like 15, 16 hours without food. So our reproductive system, our reproductive function in general, is very connected to our metabolic function. So any time that our body gets like a starvation signal from our environment, AKA like not eating for 15, 16 hours, it goes into preservation and protection mode. So it's going to hold on to our weight because it thinks we're like literally in a famine, like we're starving. So it's holding on to the weight because it doesn't know when our food is going to come next. And when this happens, it also increases the production of our hunger hormones, which are called ghrelin and leptin. So that way you feel famished and rush to get food immediately because your body's like, oh my gosh, we have had food, we need to find food, so I'm just going to pump out these hunger hormones to make her feel really, really hungry so she somehow finds food. And by doing this, it also slows down non-essential functions like reproduction, so you could keep yourself alive and not waste energy on growing a baby. So this is where the hormone side of it really comes into play. So I know I spoke about some of the benefits of intermittent fasting, such as improving insulin sensitivity, reducing body fat, cognitive function, lower risk of chronic health conditions. However, there's a safe way to do it, and there are other ways to also get those benefits without 
like an essentially almost turning your reproductive system off or causing a ton of imbalances with estrogen, thyroid health, and cortisol levels, which all of those are so intricately connected and they're so important for our overall health that we really don't want to mess with it. So here are some tips for you for how we could do this in a supportive way. And of course, it is different for every single person. So you have to play around and kind of see what works best for you by doing some trial and error. But a real good rule of thumb would be going 12 to 13 hours in between dinner and breakfast. So like say you eat dinner by seven o'clock, you're not going to have breakfast till after 7 a.m. Okay, that's a really that's pretty easy to do also. So we want to go at least 12 hours because we really do need to give our digestive system a break. So we want to go minimum 12 hours. 13 is like a really good sweet spot that I usually recommend to my clients. So I would aim for about 12 or 13 hours at a time. If you feel great doing that and you don't notice any like triggers of any of these hormone imbalance symptoms that I just listed above, you could try going for maybe 14 hours. But again, it is also going to be dependent on your specific situation and what phase you're in in your cycle. So during your period and during our luteal phase, which is the phase after ovulation, again, if you have no idea what I'm talking about, I did talk about this in another episode, so I'll link it below. But during that phase, I would strongly suggest not going more than 13 or 14 hours without eating, especially when you have your period, because it's going to cause a ton of problems. We need to replenish ourselves when we have our period because we're losing iron, we're losing nutrients, our body's going through a really intensive process. So we have to make sure that we're nourishing ourselves when we do that. Um, I also would not recommend doing like, if you are doing a fast, if you want to just do it like, you know, once a week or something, I wouldn't do it date consecutive days in a row if you want to try it out like once or twice a week just to get some of those benefits in. Again, play around with how many hours is good for you. And if you're noticing that you're doing sometimes like once a week a 15-hour fast and you're fine, you're not getting any hormone imbalance symptoms, you're feeling amazing, then okay, that's fine for you. But I wouldn't do it every single night. I would not do 15, 16 hours all the time, days in a row like that. And again, someone might be like, oh, I do it all the time and I feel great. That's awesome. Like maybe it works for you, but people who have PCOS or have other hormone imbalance symptoms, we really need to make sure that we're not going 16, 17, 18 hours without eating because it is going to think that we are not uh, providing a safe environment to have a baby. And again, if our body doesn't think it's safe to have a baby, it's not going to ovulate, which is going to cause a ton of issues. So that's another thing to think about. So what I would say is just go slow and steady with this and try it out for a couple months. Like I said, I would aim for about 12 to 13 hours every single night. And if you're doing great with that, of course, there's so many other things that need to go on to you know control your hormones. But if you're feeling good with that, you could try adding on another hour and see how you do. But listen to your body. Also, it's not going to be the same every single day. Like I said, in our luteal phase, we're, we need more calories. We burn more calories during our luteal phase, and we need more calories to eat to make sure that we're nourishing ourselves in order to keep ourselves balanced. So you might be like, oh, like during my follicular and ovulation phase, I was great. Like I was able to go 13, 14 hours, and I felt awesome. But then once I hit my luteal phase, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm famished immediately. Listen to that and don't push yourself. So really 
rule of thumb, go 12 to 13 hours from dinner to breakfast without eating. That's a really great place to start. And if you want to play around with it, play around with it, but make sure you're paying close attention to how you feel and drop back to a smaller window. If any of the symptoms I listed above, which I'll list again, start coming up because we really need to know that, first of all, we're not the same as men. Men have a totally different system, totally different body than us. While this might work amazing for them, they also do not have a hormone hormone system, an endocrine system that allows them to grow, literally grow a human. So it's not the same. So we have to understand that our body is not going to work the same, okay? So Again, some of the implications that intermittent fasting, again, we're talking about going like a really long time in between eating. So 15, 16, 17 hours of no food at all. Some people even go longer than that, up to 20 hours or 24 hours. Like, you know, that depends on the type of intermittent fasting you've heard about or that you're trying. Now, the implications this could cause is estrogen imbalances that could show up as low energy, poor glucose control, weight gain, impaired cognitive function, decreased bone density, poor muscle tone, reduced skin and hair health, and poor cardiovascular health, as well as infertility, right? So that affects your estrogen. That also can affect your cortisol, which could show up as anxiety, low energy, insomnia, feeling wired and tired, sugar cravings, and also affecting our thyroid, which also looks like weight gain, brain fog, anxiety, and depression, which is coming up a ton dry skin, dry hair, irregular periods, and the uh, trouble regulating our body temperature. So although the benefits, there are a few benefits for intermittent fasting, I'm not going to deny that because there absolutely are, we cannot ignore the negative hormone imbalance symptoms that could come with this intermittent fasting, okay? So I hope this was helpful to you. I know that we're starting a new year and everyone's trying out all these new different things to get healthy and maybe intermittent fasting was one of the things you were gonna play around with. I would just highly encourage you to make sure that you're paying attention to your body when you're doing it. You're taking it slow. You're not just looking at someone on social media who says that they fast for 20 hours a day and they look ripped and they look amazing and you have no idea what's going on in their inner body unless they're talking to you about it. And we also cannot compare ourselves to men. While it may work amazing for them, our bodies are totally different. So try it out. See what works well in your body. Let me know how it goes. I love hearing from you. Please tell me if you vibed with this episode. Come tag me on Instagram at Angelica. I always appreciate hearing from you and from you sharing it. It's just so amazing. We have hit over 10,000 downloads on the podcast, which is unbelievable. I'm so grateful for you for being here and for sharing it because you are the reason why it's spreading. So right now, actually on Instagram, at some point today, I'm posting an interview, if you're listening to the time of this recording, which is Tuesday when it comes out the 5th, January 5th, I'm doing a giveaway on Instagram, giving away some of my favorite skin essence products. If you want to enter it as a thank you for helping me get this podcast to over 10,000 downloads. And depending on when you're listening to this, the giveaway will be going up until the following week, which will be January 11th. So if you are listening to this between January 5th and January 11th, come on Instagram at Angelica, enter into the giveaway so you could possibly win some Skin Essence products as a thank you from you to me because I truly appreciate you being here. I'm so grateful for you and I hope you have an amazing rest of your day or night depending on when you're listening to this and happy 2021 first full week of 2021 let's get it thank you so much for being here if you loved this episode and learned something valuable 
please share it with a friend who you think would also love it or post it on social media and tag me so I could personally say thank you for helping me spread this important message. I am beyond grateful to be here with you. So until next time, stay intentional, stay consistent, and always mind your hormones.